What is up, everybody, and welcome to Talking Crap. We are now into episode number four. Crazy stuff. Thank you all so much for taking the time to listen to the episodes that I have already uploaded. And thank you all so much for your feedback. It has been really awesome to hear the feedback regarding your enjoying the episodes up until this point. And I'm looking forward to continuing on in earnest. And so for today's episode, I thought I would talk to you about a really interesting, if not controversial topic in the sneaker world. And it's about reps, replicas or fakes, fake sneakers. So what I wanted to cover in today's episode is my approach to reps, what I think about them, what effects... I think they've had on sneaker culture in recent times. I want to try to go about steel manning the replica position by adducing the reasons as to why people are tempted into buying reps. I just want to sort of preface the entire episode by saying these are just my thoughts and my personal opinions. I'm coming at it in some respects from a position of personal bias and I will elucidate on those biases as we cruise through but that's kind of where I wanted to go with today's episode so if you're up for listening to me talk about fake sneakers then uh, let's get into it so what are reps it would be important to start with some definitions so we're pretty clear about what we're talking about here Replica sneakers are considered in the same breath fakes or counterfeits, but historically there has been a differentiation to be made between replicas and between counterfeits. And I just want to touch on this before we kind of get into the meat and potatoes. So a replica is something that has been made to look like something else, but not wholly. Uh, Replica goods are generally considered to be legitimate copies, but they don't use, this is traditionally mind, they don't use the branded products trademark. So they're similar to kind of like a, a bootleg in a sense. This is the traditional meaning for replica. A replica is something that shares a striking resemblance with the original goods, but they're never passed off as being the real deal. So let's say in the case of sneakers, you might have a shoe that looks exactly like a Jordan one, but in a replica sense, from a traditional standpoint, it might not have the swoosh or the wings logo or any of the readily identifiable trademarks on it. Now that is the traditional approach to what a replica good is. And this is to be contrasted with a counterfeit. Yeah, so replicas are kind of like knockoffs. They don't use the brand's registered trademark. And so they don't infringe on trademark um, laws and regulations. Therefore, knockoffs or reps are, are generally considered to be um, legal or not outrightly illegal, in fact. Now, a counterfeit good, these can be defined as copies or imitations of a product that are intended to be taken as authentic or genuine in order to deceive a person. So counterfeits are fakes. They're made generally of cheaper, substandard quality materials, and they are sold under the name and trademark of the brands that they're copying without authorization from the brand owner this is a counterfeit right so trafficking in counterfeit goods 
is criminalized and punishable under different penal codes, both domestically in the UK, EU and America, as well as internationally. The production and proliferation of counterfeit goods is illegal. So that is just a quick definition, uh, differentiation between the traditional approach to counterfeits and reps. Now, what we're in the midst of at the moment is a muddying of the waters or blurring of the lines or, or poisoning of the well, because what we're in the midst of currently is a is a series of, 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 of terms being coined to somewhat inaccurately describe what's going on. So these days, replica sneakers are just considered to be um, counterfeits. That's the, they're somewhat synonymous. Replica sneakers use branded trademarks. For example, in the case of the most popular Nike models, replicas are using you know Nike swoosh, the Jordan Wings logo, all of the different logo placements, all the way down from the shoe itself to the box. And in some cases, the the reps these days are including invoices or authentication tags to try to further double down on the deception. So I just want to make it clear that replica sneakers these days should better be known as counterfeits or fakes. I think the term replica kind of dilutes what they are. They are indeed counterfeits. They are fake. They are copies. They are direct imitations. They are not replicas in the sense of just being knockoffs. It's important to get this terminology right because the way reps are considered um, these days is incommensurate, in my opinion, with the traditional definitions. I think we should be calling reps fakes and nothing else. That's what I think. When I hear people talk about reps these days, I immediately think fake. Copies, forgeries, imitations, fugazis, fufus, moodies, stolen. That's the point. So, how did we how did we get here having moved on from definitions when we're talking about reps we're talking about fakes for the purposes of this conversation now how did we how did we get here how did we get to a point in sneaker culture where the prolifer the pr proliferation of fake sneakers has become so popularized and so normalized and there are a couple of reasons uh, for this counterfeit goods have been around forever uh, we can all remember fake Gucci bags or fake Louis Vuitton wallets, any brand that is doing well in the fashion scene or even watches, um, traditionally art, even counterfeits even go back to ancient biblical times where it comes to like forging gospels or whatever. Um, lots of writers were, 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 were copied and forged. Lots of painters were copied and forged. Lots of ceramicists and, and sculptors had their work plagiarized and released under the forged name. It's, it's, it's an age old thing, uh, counterfeiting. But I want to talk about how we got here. And the popularity of fake sneakers can be directly tied and correlated to the rise in popularity of sneakers in general. So sneakers have been pumping this last 10 years and if you really want to uh, learn a little bit more about the development of sneaker culture and the timeline of events building up to the bursting of the sneaker bubble go and check out my last episode where I speak about this 
Fake sneakers and their popularity can be tied to the growth and popularity of sneakers in general, um, from more and more collectors, more and more casual sneakerheads, uh, more and more resellers. The, the, the market has been blowing up the past 10 years. Everybody's been getting into sneakers. It's become mainstream, gentrified. The kicks have been commodified and demand for limited sneakers has never been higher. And when the demands for hype sneakers outweighs the supply, what you end up with is a group of people that miss out on these limited kicks for retail that are tempted into buying fake sneakers. These kids or people that are tempted into buying fake sneakers have never ever before had as easy access as now to cop these fake sneakers directly from these Chinese factories and have them shipped quickly over to wherever they are. So it's never been easier to, to cop fake sneakers. It's different in different parts of the world. Some countries have got a lot tighter border restrictions when it comes to clearing goods through customs. It would appear as though the customs guards or the people overseeing the border control in the US are maybe not doing uh, that great a job considering how many fake sneakers seem to be flooding into the market, particularly in America and also here in the West, uh, in, in, in the UK, for example. So the point is, is that the popularity of fake sneakers is contingent on the popularity of authentic sneakers. The more, the more popular the sneaker release is going to be, the more likely that shoe is going to be counterfeited and faked and provided, provided for consumption. There's another couple of reasons why reps have become so popular. Undoubtedly, social media, in particular apps like TikTok, have been huge in normalizing replica sneakers and wearing fake shoes. Uh, there's no doubt about it. In my time on TikTok over the past sort of year and a half, I have been at times inundated with content around fake sneakers, including people doing reviews, including people peddling uh, fake shoes, providing links to seller accounts where people can uh, buy them uh, quickly and easily. And also the normalization around wearing fake shoes and being comfortable in fake shoes has also been massively normalized online. So the popularity of sneakers has brought about this burgeoning fake culture. The normalization of said fake culture on TikTok has played a huge role in it. And there's also been a what seems to be a tendency to act out of spite from the rep head community where people who buy fake sneakers are almost buying them to spite resellers whom they hate for their industrious approach to procuring as many pairs of authentic sneakers through the retail or raffle or whatever means. There seems to be a undercurrent of spite that tends to permeate through the replica community that drives and farms this uh, desire to buy fake shoes in order to kind of like stick a middle finger up, stick the middle finger up to resellers and say, look, I've got the shoes anyway, but I didn't have to pay your resale price. So, you know, stuff you. So that's not a particularly uh, virtuous code of behavior to institute in, in, in terms of like forming your consumptive patterns, but it is what it is. So those are like three 
main reasons or, or a couple of main reasons anyway why rips have become so popular because sneakers have become popular fakes have become popular normalization of wearing fakes and and, and buying fakes online has become huge and and also this reseller culture has has been huge in driving up the the demand for replicas or fakes because people want to stick a middle finger up to resellers and say, you know, stuff you, I've got the shoes anyway. So those are just a, a few reasons. There, there's a lot of other things we could probably talk about in terms of what motivates people to buy fake shoes. But let me take a moment to try to steel man the position from the point of view of someone that buys and wears fakes. This is an attempt by me to understand the position of people that buy fakes and to try to give a good case as to why they might feel it's justified. So here we go. This is my attempt. Okay, here we go. I buy reps because they are cheaper than resell. If I want to buy a pair of off-white fours, which go in the market for $2,000, I would be stupid to pay that $2,000 when I can pay less than $200, maybe even less than $100. Let's give it like the full treatment. Why spend two grand on a shoe when I can spend 100 on the exact same shoe? Actually, let's, let, let's, let's be even more charitable on the same shoe. Let's not call it exact. Let's just say it's the same shoe. So there's my first point. I buy reps or I buy fake shoes because I don't want to spend $2,000 on a shoe that I can get for $100. There's my first point. I hope that's uh, clear and I hope I've done that position justice. Yeah, now, I, I don't agree with it, but that's the, the position that I understand a lot of these people to hold. The next reason why I might like to buy reps is because I just like the look of the shoe. To me, I'm not that fussed about the hype around it. I just like the look of it. And because I can't get access to the sneaker for retail and because the uh, resale price is so astronomically high, it's out of my budget, then I wanna be able to get the shoes that I want for the price that I can afford. So point number two, similar to point number one, I just like the sneakers. I'm not in it to be a sneakerhead. I'm not in it to try to show off. I just like the look of the shoe. If it happens to be the off-white four that I like the look of, then that's the shoe that I'm going for. So that's point number two. Point number three, I'm, I'm just freestyling these by the way. I'm just kind of like thinking off the top of my head um, another reason why people want to buy fake shoes. Um, so another reason might be, well, well, Nike uh, are no better than these rep factories or fake factories anyway. They're using the same slave labor. Um, they're paying their, these kids an absolute pittance of a wage to produce shoes in the exact same way. It's mass produced, it's conveyor belt stuff, the, the materials are unethically sourced. Either way, Nike are a corporate greed machine. F you, Nike. Um, I don't care about that stuff. They're made in the same factory or the same conditions anyway. There's no difference. If you're paying resale, you're just a sheep, something like that. So there's the kind of like a, a moral argument or there's like an, a, a moral equivocation um, on an ethical grounds 
where buying reps is just as bad as buying real Nikes from the factory because Nike are a corporate greed machine that enslave their workers and don't pay them a fair uh, a fair wage and treat them poorly and all that sort of stuff. So I, I buy reps as like an FU to Nike. The last one I'll, I'll leverage is the, uh, the, the, the reseller argument as well. You know, why should I have to keep the lights of a reseller on? Why should I pay the, the rent of a reseller um, when they're the, the reason that I couldn't cop the shoes for retail in the first place? Yeah, so I can't get the shoes that I want to buy because these greedy resellers are interjecting and skipping in front of me in the line online to, to cop these shoes for retail. And not only that, but they're going out into the secondary market when prices are low and they're hoovering up all the potential pairs that I could cop for a steal on the resale. So resellers are ruining my chances to be able to cop the shoes that I want to get for retail. And for that reason, I buy fakes because I don't have to worry about some reseller getting in the way of my purchase. Now, there's a few other reasons, and I'm sure if you are a supporter and a, uh, a proponent and advocate for fake shoes and you're listening to this, you, you probably have a few other um, reasons why you, you might be inclined to buy fake shoes. But there's just a few anyway. A, a few of the most popular reasons I hear people talking about with regard to wanting to buy fake shoes. And I hope I've done a, a good job in steel manning or, or representing the position. If you've been listening to me over the last five minutes, levy this position and you're thinking to yourself, okay, actually, I, I understand. Like, I get it. That, that makes sense to me then that means I've done a good job in representing the position of someone that might be inclined to buy fake shoes. So that's the position. Yeah, that's the position of someone that is inclined to, to pay money for fake shoes. And now I'd like to flip it and talk about the other side of the argument, which is my preferred side. Um, having when I put all the uh, reasons and the arguments on the table and I consider which position has more virtue, the position I'm about to put forth is the preferred option for me anyway. And like I said at the beginning of the recording here, these are just my opinions. Uh, I'm not trying to convert anyone uh, away from buying fakes into buying authentic. I'm not trying to sway anyone's opinion either way this these are just my thoughts this is just my opinion so let me first say that counterfeit shoes are illegal we'll just put that out there straight away yeah why don't you like fakes why don't you like reps jordan the main reason is and a nice quick one is just to say that they are illegal and it's not to say that what's legal dictates what's moral that would be a, a a fallacious line of reasoning to go down that would be somewhat invalid it's it's more so that counterfeit sneakers are, are produced in a less moral fashion than than inauthentic sneakers are produced and what i'm talking about here is intellectual property so counterfeit shoes blatantly steal and rip off intellectual property in this case brand trademarks and logos so when you are 
buying a fake shoe, what you are essentially doing is you are buying a shoe that was made with stolen designs, stolen logos, and stolen trademarks. All of those uh, logos and trademarks carry with them the entire ethos of the brands, all of the history, all of the culture. Let's just use Nike as a quick example. When you buy a fake shoe that has a Nike swoosh on it, that swoosh is a logo that carries with it so much weight in terms of the iconography, in terms of the legacy, in terms of the impact that that trademark has had in the athletic footwear scene for decades now. And to use that uh, and to counterfeit it and to copy it is dishonest because you're obviously riding on the coattails and cashing in on the clout that that logo has. So that's the first reason why I don't like reps is, or fakes is because they are dishonest, they are using stolen intellectual property and this is the reason why the production and proliferation of said goods is illegal because you're not allowed to do that it's analogous to someone stealing your homework copying it word for word and submitting it and achieving a good grade off the back of your work it's like you produce a piece of content for youtube or tiktok or instagram or something and someone comes along and copies your content word for word, edit for edit, cut for cut, line for line, effect for effect. If someone comes along and blatantly rips off your work that you've created, and let's say, let's go further and say you've actually trademarked it, you've gone through legal means to protect yourself against counterfeit, someone comes along and does it anyway, and then goes and profits from it. Doesn't just do it, like doesn't just post your content without your permission, but actually profits from it. That is analogous to what's going on with these counterfeit shoes, okay? It is, it's the, it's the theft and the stealing of the intellectual property, the stealing of designs, that's what grates me at the core. It's dishonest, it's deceptive, it's disingenuous, it's illegal, it's immoral. It's not cool. That's my first point when it comes to trying to uh, repudiate some of the claims on the other side. The next thing is that there seems to be a false narrative or there seems to be a false dichotomy that is levied by people in the replica or the, the fake sneaker community. People often say things like, yeah, but I can't afford the reseller on this pair of sneakers. Therefore, I must buy the reps. So the reason why this is a false dichotomy is that whole dichotomy presupposes the existence of only two options. It's either hype sneakers for resell or it's hype sneakers counterfeit. When you make that false dichotomy, you are completely ignoring the unbelievable vastness that is the secondary used sneaker market, the authentic sneaker market. To say that I can only have the off-white fours for 2000 or the off-white fours as reps for 200 
on the grounds that I only have a finite budget to work with is to not consider the incredible amount of options available to you other than the fake off-white fours. Sometimes in life, you can't get what you want. Sometimes in life, you're gonna take a L. You can't take dubs all day, every day. In fact, some of the most character building moments in your life will be when you take L's, not when you take dubs. A lot of the time when you are finding your way in this life, you're going to learn more about yourself in the stressful times and in the unhappy times compared to the times when you are full of elation and on top winning. And so there, that's where the value is. And so for me growing up, I came to terms quite young with being able to take an L. It, it usually came from not being able to get what I wanted. Uh, if I wanted uh, a particular cricket bat to play cricket with when I was young and we couldn't afford it, my dad would, would simply say to me, listen, we can't afford that, but you know, we'll get what we can. You know, I'll, I'll get you the, the bat that I can afford. And I came to terms with, with that from an early age, like, okay, I want this, I can't have this, but I can have this as an alternative. Okay, I'll, I'll suck it up and, and crack on and carry on. No dramas, no problem. What seems to be quite pernicious in the fake sneaker subculture is this sense of entitlement or this inability to sit with an L. If you don't get the latest pair of Travis Scott sneakers, boo-hoo for you, my friends. Um, so did a million other people miss out. Just because you missed out on the hype and exclusive sneakers doesn't mean you're justified in buying a fake pair because so many other people missed out just like you. You don't need to be, or you shouldn't be considered to be the exception just because you're you and you wanted them. That's not how life works, my friends. A lot of times you're going to be disappointed. And if your answer to being disappointed is to go out and buy a fake pair of shoes or do something dishonest, then that is not a, a good code of behavior to undertake your life by because there'll be certain situations later on in life where you're not going to be able to get away with that kind of behavior. So I reject the notion that the dichotomy is either $2,000 for a shoe or $200 for the fake shoe. You need to consider the alternatives that are out there other than fakes. That's the reality. The next point I wanted to make about my dislike for fakes, and this is a pretty, pretty serious one. I mean, I could probably talk for a lot longer on all of this, and there may well be a scope to do a part two. Um, I want to try to keep the episodes to around 30, maximum 40 minutes for the moment. Uh, so there might well be a part two coming up. Let's see how the reactions go to this particular episode and how it comes off. But one of the main reasons also um, why I don't support, condone fake shoes is that they massively enable and result in so many scams uh, every day. Every day, thousands of people are being finessed for counterfeit goods. I mean, not just in the sneaker world, 
whether it's uh, designer clothes, whether it's makeup, whether it's electrical goods, uh, whatever, whether it's art, counterfeit goods are being sold as real every day, which means every day thousands of people are being scammed out of their money because they are being led to believe they're buying something that they're not. Now, I know that this particular topic is something that people on both sides of the fence are going to agree with. Most people that are proponents of fake shoes will also agree that selling fakes as real is not cool. It's frowned upon, it's not endorsed at all. And so we can agree on that. That's that's one of the, the few things, even though there is this um, this inter-Nissan connection between us in terms of both sides kind of tearing strips off one another in the case of real versus fake. This is one of the, the, the few instances in which we'll reach um, concord with each other. So my point is that fake shoes massively enable scams through the availability of, of reps being easy enough to purloin through the myriad of websites out there and all the different content that is linking people to different buyers and stuff like that and the fact that fake shoes are becoming so much closer uh, to the original shoes in terms of the quality in terms of the the things like the stitching all the all the details are a lot closer now it used to be a lot easier to tell fakes apart from reels whereas nowadays it's a it's a lot a lot a lot more difficult to discern and this improvement in replica in replica production can also be attributed to the rise in popularity in reps and the um, sheer amount of sales and, and the volume of numbers they've been uh, selling has resulted in this ability to improve in the infrastructure so all the people that have been buying fakes over these past few years have been fueling and enabling these factories and, and you know, nefarious organizations to improve the methods by which they produce these reps. So if you're buying reps, you are, whether you want to admit it or not, you are actively engaging in the perpetuation of scams and you're making the scams uh, more prolific and harder to uh, police as the fake shoes become better uh, quality. And this is simply because your money going into these fake shoe factories and these fake shoe sellers enables them to reinvest and to update their technology and to improve the materials that they get. So the more people that buy fakes, the more people uh, end up getting scammed further down the line. Getting scammed for fakes is, is, a, is a simple downstream entailment of people actively engaging in, in the purchasing of these fake shoes. And that's one thing that I really don't like about fake sneakers is it results in people getting scammed every day. You've seen what's been going on with StockX um, supposedly passing fakes. I'm sure a lot of you out there listening to this currently will have had an experience with fake shoes where you have inadvertently bought a pair thinking that you were buying the real deal and maybe the seller has ghosted you or deleted their um, sales accounts or whatever there's a number of ways in which you can get scammed but the main point is that supporting reps or supporting fakes equals supporting scams whether you want to whether you agree with scams or not your commitments to the fake shoes 
has entailments. And one of those entailments is that you are supporting these factories in producing higher quality fakes, making it less easy to differentiate. And you're also um, helping to increase the amount of volume of, of replicas that are produced and consumed, thereby continuing this corruption of the legit sneaker market. And the corruption of the legit sneaker market is kind of where we find ourselves in the current space, uh, sneaker-wise today. And that's evidenced uh, most avidly by the recent press around StockX, uh, who are, have generally been perceived to be one of the main authorities in the sneaker legit checking space. If fakes are getting through StockX, that is worrisome because it just means that we're now in a position where we, we don't know what's real and we don't know what's fake at a glance. Um, and what it does is it, it reduces buyer confidence. People are no longer confident to buy sneakers because they don't know if they're going to be getting the real thing or not. And so that's a bit worrisome because, as I said, real sneakers, authentic sneakers, are really important to some people, myself included. This is the point I'd like to finish on, uh, and maybe we can break out into a part two further down the line. We generally part company on, on this idea. There is a sense of value that I personally attach to an authentic sneaker. Uh, it's, it's, it's a value that can't be described in monetary terms. When I collect sneakers, I want the authentic sneaker because I want to know that it was part of the production run associated with this particular shoe in this particular time. I really enjoy collecting rare sneakers uh, because I, I, I like to have things that other people don't have. It's one of the hallmarks and traits of any collector. Um, past a certain point as a collector, you kind of get tired and bored of having the same kinds of things as everybody else. And so at a certain point, you start looking around for more limited sneakers, rarer stuff, the kind of stuff that you're not going to see around that often. You might have gone to a party or, or, or met up with friends and there's nothing worse than having the same pair of shoes on as someone else. It's nice to have the cool shoes uh, and it's nice to have them as a talking point. And so I value um, authenticity because I have a strong connection to the different brands I like throughout my uh, life being involved in sports, being involved in, you know, music. Uh, not, not, not that I'm a musician, but just listening to music, uh, playing sports, watching movies, watching the TV. Like, sneakers are, are, a, are a reticulation of different ideas coming together different genres different aspects of our social society all get caught up in sneakers because at the end of the day we all have to wear shoes and some people don't necessarily define themselves through shoes but they express themselves through their shoes and having the authentic shoe for me is important because i place a value on that authenticity and this is where we part company other people not like me who maybe aren't uh, devout sneakerheads or passionate or long-standing in the game might uh, take umbrage with this idea and part company with me on this point. Some people just don't value authenticity. For some people, whether it's authentic or, or fake, it doesn't matter. It's a little bit like watching a pirated DVD or something like that. Did you really have 
so much value caught up in the idea of paying the money to go to the cinema to sit down and watch the movie and you're you're paying into the uh, the, the the movie's uh, box office numbers do you really care about that or or are you happy enough just getting the pirated dvd and watching it at home it's the same movie you know some guy was sat there in the cinema recording it i can almost uh, get that experience vicariously through him and his concealed camcorder he's got under his trench coat the point is is we part company on that point i value authenticity because i have a legit passion for sneakers that goes beyond what they look like it's a connection to michael jordan growing up it's a connection to nike as a brand and their marketing throughout the years that for me bears weight that for me has importance and that's one of the big reasons why i value authenticity so to quickly summarize uh, before I, I finish this one up the reason why people buy fake shoes is mainly because they're on a tight budget to the point where they can't afford or justify it doesn't have to be a matter of like you're broke so you buy reps I'm, I'm not even going to go with that it's a matter of not being able to justify the resale price and a suitable alternative as is perceived is to get the exact same looking shoe but in the form of a counterfeit which is going to bring about the same sense of elation and joy as wearing the authentic for me that is an act of deception it's disingenuous behavior people might say yeah but it's okay for you to wear fakes as long as you don't say that they're real but that to me is weak because in order for that whole idea to come off and ring true and have effect you would essentially have to advertise the fact that you're wearing fake shoes the moment you put on a pair of fake shoes you are actively engaging in the deception whether you are honest with yourself or if someone hits you up and say hey those are nice shoes and you come out and, and say yeah yeah they're, but they're, but they're fake okay i'll grant there's a there's a modicum of virtue in that but the moment you put that fake shoe on, you are engaging in deception. Everyone that gives you a sideways glance, uh, a, a subtle nod of approval, a thumbs up, a congratulations, a hey man, those are nice kicks. Every time you get that clout, you've got it disingenuously. You've done it snidely. You've done it sleazily. You have come up on that clout um, in a dishonest way. And whether you're honest about um, saying I, I, they're fake or not, that doesn't matter. You've, you've worn them, you've advertised that you have them, they're fake, they're not real. You've helped yourself to the buffet of clout in the meantime. And that to me is, is disingenuous and, and that's what I don't like about fake shoes. So that's the position in a nutshell. For me, it's about the said dishonesty. It's about it's about trying to jump on a trend or be a hype beast or look for clout that's not due to you and it's disrespectful it's it's fake shoes are disrespectful to the brands that produce them to the designers that design them to the the um, the entire uh, subculture of sneakerheads who worked saved scrimped sacrificed put money away to be able to afford the genuine article you have disrespected all of that by coming along and trying to 
make it seem like you've got the exact same thing when it quite simply is not. That's it in a nutshell. There's plenty of other things that we could talk about with regard to the fake shoe situation, but at 40 minutes now, I feel like that's probably enough. Now, apologies for maybe jumping over the place, all over the place a little bit. I've just been freestyling this whole thing. It's just what's come to, to, to my mind as I've been winging it here. I want to finish in the same way I started by once again saying these are just my opinions. I'm not trying to deconvert any rep heads. You can buy whatever you like. You can wear whatever you like. I ultimately don't really care if you want to wear fake shoes. It's not going to keep me up at night. I, I don't have a wedgie over it. Yeah, it's, it's fine. What I will say is that there are so many awesome alternatives out there in the sneaker market, whether it's bricks that are sitting on shelves, whether it's sneakers that have gone on sale that you can pick up for peanuts right now, whether it's the used market. The used market is desperately undervalued and under-resourced or, or, or underutilized, should I say. And so to try to say that it's only fakes or it's only hype shoes is to miss the entire point of what sneaker collecting and sneaker enthusiasm is all about which is to express yourself through your sneakers in a variety of different ways. Collecting sneakers is about collecting different kinds of sneakers, whether it's different models within the same brand or whether it's different colorways within the same model. There's mad scope to broaden your sneaker collecting capacity beyond just having what's hype, what's trending, and what's reselling for big numbers. So that is the final point I want to make. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already done so, please go over and subscribe to my YouTube. It's Sneakonomics. I'm trying to build my YouTube uh, following at the moment, and I'm trying to knock up some cool content for YouTube. Uh, if you're not following me on TikTok already, please go over. If you're not... Uh, actively listening to the podcast currently please go and check out the other episodes as well maybe my uh, dulcet tones and sweet timbre and uh, rhythmic mellifluous cadence is somewhat uh, enchanting to your eardrums if you're enjoying them please uh, write a review on spotify or apple Podcasts, whichever platform you're using to listen to this because i appreciate the feedback it's good for the algorithm it's good to stimulate traction on these platforms, especially in these early stages as I, I, I build it up. And so I appreciate your support across the platforms. Moving forward, I'm going to be offering um, membership preference for these podcast episodes. So I've got a Patreon, which is uh, Jordan Young. You can find me on Patreon. Subscribers are going to be given early access to these podcasts as well as other uh, like YouTube content, sneaker stuff. And so I'm really excited about the, the upcoming months, but I just want to finish by saying authentic shoes, the authentic market, fantastic, love it. Fake shoes, not for me, not my cup of tea, not my, um, not my bag. Have at it if you want, go for it if you must, but take time to consider some of the points I've made in this podcast and listen, have yourselves a lovely day. Thank you very much for listening. Can't wait to uh, speak to you on the next one. Peace.